What it do, baby? Yeah, yo, what it do? What it do, baby? What it do? What it do, Clipper Nation? Welcome back to Shoot the Trey. I am, of course, your host, Trey Gamble, and we are back for the second part, as promised, of my trade deadline breakdown. Um, we're gonna be kind of going over some of the big trades that went down today. Of course, we're gonna discuss. Uh, of course, we're gonna discuss the Clippers trade that went down today, um, about an hour before the deadline. Um, it's currently 12:45 p.m. I think. All the trades are done. I kind of waited a little while to record this podcast just to see if anything else went down and nothing else really went down. A couple minor trades after the supposed quote deadline, um, but there were a couple trades that went down after. Nothing too significant. Um, but before we get into all the trades and stuff, uh, I just want to say that on Twitter, I have been saying that uh, this podcast was going to be available on Apple Podcasts very soon. And this morning, I got an email approving my podcast on Apple Podcasts, so you guys can now listen to Shoot the Tray on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify, of course. So just want to let you guys know for all my Apple Podcasts listeners, it is up there for you guys now. So if you guys would uh, want to listen to that, it's there for you guys. So I appreciate that. Uh, also, obviously, you know, every episode, thank you for all the love and support on the podcast recently. It's been really, really cool. And without further ado, let's let's get right into this. I'm trying to be as happy as possible. I'm so I'm heartbroken. You guys know on Twitter, I'm heartbroken right now. But uh, for the pod, I'm always gonna be as positive as possible and be as happy as I can be. But on the inside, I'm torn. I, I am torn. I can't lie. Um. So um, we'll kind of start out with the whole uh, Vucevic trade. Um, there are reports uh, that the only way the Magic would trade Vucevic is if they were getting a haul in return. And I mean, rightfully so, right? Vucevic has been carrying that team for so many years now. Um, but what the hell was that trade? <laughs> Wendell Carter Jr., Otto Porter, and two first was the best you can get for Nikola Vucevic. Uh, was he putting up like 25 and 10 or something? And you get back Wendell Carter Jr. and Otto Porter Jr. and two first round picks. And the Bulls, the Bulls are a playoff team. How, like, how good are those two firsts going to be? They're not going to be that good. I can't remember the, uh, years on those picks, but I don't think, I don't think they're going to be good because the Chicago Bulls, they're a playoff team. They made a lot of moves today. They probably made the most moves out of any team, uh, for the deadline. So that was good for them. Um, so now I guess we can move on. Um, so I asked you guys on Twitter, um, how would you guys feel if the Clippers stood pat, which obviously wasn't the case. Um, I'm going to read some reactions on the pod. So I got the tweet pulled up on my phone right here. So we're going to kind of uh, go through the whole thread. Well, not really a thread. There's a couple conversations that I had down below. I'm just going to read them out to you guys. Um, so at Mark J. Sedano, shout out to Mark, my guy. He said, it has to depend on the other West contenders moves, right? I'm okay as long as I'm okay as of now with standing pat. But if, say, the Lakers get Lowry, then I'm less okay with it. And I said, kind of. I still think the Clippers are missing some guy with juice off a of dribble. Uh, I was referencing Victor Oladipo. I really wanted to VO, but he got traded to Miami. Then I said, we'll see, though. I wouldn't be mad if they stood pat, which I really wouldn't have. I would not have been mad at all. Then he replied, have the same feeling, but I don't see anyone of that stature that's attainable in the market right now. Maybe the buyout market? Definitely could be. Uh, LaMarcus Aldridge is getting bought out. He just, uh, there's a report saying that he may be uh on his way to miami uh they're the front runner right now and um yeah but i think there were some reports about kyle lowry possibly being bought out but i don't think that's gonna happen he's just gonna hit free agency this summer 
And at itsjferb said, I don't know, but it's most likely going to happen. And I said I wouldn't mind it, but I'd be a bit confused because um, this team is definitely flawed. Um, but we'll talk about that later. And then one of my favorites on Twitter, uh, Mark Thompson at MA Tomp underscore, uh, what's the number? 501 said their season depends on Beverly's knees. And that's 100% true. The Clippers can only go as far as Pat Beverly's knees take them. And I said, I agree. And then I put in parentheses, whispered. He should be shifted out if that's the case. Uh, and I wholeheartedly agree with that. I think Pat should have been traded. You you can't put you're putting too much um, you're putting too much hope in his knees. I I have zero confidence in Pat Beverly's body anymore. I really don't. And then he said, absolutely. I think if anyone gets traded, it would be him. And I said, I'll be shattered, but I would really be with it, to be honest. Uh, and then another another one of my favorites at Gracie Marks hashtag settle for Rondo. That was so funny. Um, she said, we can't rely on a dude who's made of porcelain. And then I said, I think Pat gets shipped. And then of course he did not get shipped. And then she said, me too, to be honest, it's just been too constant with his injuries. We can hope he stays healthy, but in the playoffs, but with him, you never know. Man, I am so bad at reading. I, I apologize. And then, um, final comment, uh, Dwayne, the rock bottom said, if any Western Conference contender makes a big move, not good. If everyone stands pat, I don't mind. And the first move that comes to my mind is the Blazers getting Norman Powell for Gary Trent Jr. and Ronnie Hood. I'm not sure if there were some picks in there, but really good trade for Portland. I really like Gary Trent Jr. I really like watching him at Duke. It was really, really cool to see. And then I responded to uh, Dwayne the Rock Bottom. I said, yeah, the Clippers are flawed, but not every single team is perfect. If the Lakers get a Kyle Lowry... Uh, which I don't think they will in parentheses, then I think you go all in for Victor Oladipo if you can. And I still wholeheartedly believe that the Clippers should have gone for Victor Oladipo because Victor Oladipo got traded for nothing. The Heat gave, the Heat got him for essentially nothing. A really bad trade for the Rockets. They should have just kept Karis LeVert, to be honest with you. I had no, the Rockets front office is really, really sus ever since Daryl Morey left or whatever. It, it's been extremely suspect. Um, so now we'll move on to our next subject. So at about 9 o'clock in the morning, I was up early. I had a hard time sleeping last night, I can't lie, because you never know with the Clippers. They might drop a 11 p.m. complete bomb, you never know. But at about 9 a.m. this morning, the whole Rondo to the Clippers rumor hit the timeline again, so that was pretty cool to see. Well, not really cool, it was funny. I was like, oh, here we go again with this Rondo shit. And, oh my god, what did that turn into? Um, and then Windhorse said that the Clippers made an offer for Lonzo Ball, but they were limited in what they could offer. But we already knew that. We already knew that parting with Zoo was not going to be an option here. Um, I'm so glad they didn't trade Zoo. I am beyond happy that that did not happen. Um, Clippers pretty much stayed pat for the most part. Um, but we'll get more into that later. I'm just kind of going through all the earlier trades in the morning. Aaron Gordon got traded to the Nuggets as well for uh, Gary Harris and some other guys. I'm pretty sure. Nothing too crazy, but essentially they got him for nothing. Um, a lot of people on Twitter um, said that he was going to be the Jeremy Grant replacement defensively. And if the Clippers were to see the Nuggets again in the playoffs, AG would most likely get the Kawhi matchup. And the last time Kawhi and AG matched up was, of course, the first round of the 2019 playoffs. And AG was the primary defender on Kawhi. And Kawhi put up a cool 28-7-3 on 56-54-89 splits. Yeah, I don't think Kawhi's losing sleep over Aaron Gordon, if I'm being honest with you. And um, next up, we have the Clippers potential trade target, George Hill. He was traded to the Sixers for Tony Bradley, Terrence Ferguson, and two seconds. And then Terrence Ferguson was then sent to New York 
uh, for Austin Rivers as part of a three-team trade. So Austin Rivers is going to go to OKC um, in that three-team deal. So good for him, Austin to OKC with a young team. Um, he's probably going to be starting in the place of Shea, to be honest, or he's going to be getting some significant minutes with Shea, of course, being hurt with the Milos injury, which is really, really bad to see. It's really sad because that injury could linger. The plantar fascia injury is really, really bad. It can linger on for a long time. It could nag you. It, it could really, really linger on. So prayers to Shea. I mean, he's younger. His body probably heals nicer and better than an older Milos. But you never know with those types of injuries. The those could those could go on for a long time. And then another big trade that happened today. Uh, Norman Powell, who is expected to be dealt today, as well as Kyle Lowry. But Kyle Lowry didn't end up being traded, which was really weird to see. But I mean, I liked it as long as Kyle Lowry didn't go to the Lakers. That was fine. Um, Norman Powell got sent to the Blazers for Rodney Hood and Gary Trent Jr. Um, and I really liked Gary Trent Jr. I already mentioned this, I'm pretty sure, but I really like watching him play at Duke. Really, really cool to watch him. He's been really good in the NBA. He's been really, really good. But Norman Powell is worlds better than both of them. Um, so that's another great shooter to add next to Damon CJ. Um, really, really good for the Blazers, in my opinion. Um, so to fast forward a little bit, around 10 a.m., two hours before the deadline, I had this feeling that the Clippers were still in the mix for Victor Oladipo. I mean, they could have had George Hill if they really, really wanted him, but they didn't end up getting him. But I just had this feeling that the Clippers were, were trying to make something bigger happen. We'll never know at this point, but the Clippers, I thought, were in the mix for Victor Oladipo. I had no idea why. I just had that feeling. Um, and then around 10 minutes later, around 10:10, a report came out that the Clippers were in trade talks for Kyle Lowry. And I was never really in that boat. I was never like one of those guys that was pushing that agenda because making the salary work was way too hard. Um, for someone like Kyle Lowry, who's making 30 million this year and he's on expiring as well, I'm pretty sure. So I wasn't ever really in that. It was all just fake. I mean, it really, it may have not been fake, but the Clippers would have had to clear their whole rotation to get him, to be honest. So I wasn't really with that. Um, but I mean, at this point, the last two guys the Clippers had really been linked to that haven't been dealt were Lonzo and Victor Oladipo. Um, and then Lonzo, of course, ended up staying pat in New Orleans because there was a report earlier that he had taken himself out of practice because of a hip injury. So that was really, really bad to see. Uh, hope he rests up and hope he's all right. And Victor Oladipo, he didn't get traded until very, very late. It was technically after the deadline, but I don't know how that stuff works to be honest, but Victor Oladipo didn't get traded until like 12-15 or something, or not, maybe even later than that. But I thought it, the the last three options for us were either going to be to stamp Pat, to get Lonzo, or to get Victor Oladipo. Um, but I mean, now I guess we can get to the big news. Um, to all my fellow Clipper fans that were begging for this team to get a point guard, here you go. Playoff Rondo, baby. We got playoff Rondo. I am not in love with this trade at all. I don't. Lewis is straight up better than Rondo, but I understand the argument. Oh, Rondo, playoff Rondo. Lou sucks in the playoffs. I understand that, but Rondo's just been horrendous this year. I I don't like him, but I mean he has an elite basketball IQ. He has a good history of being good in the playoffs. I think his last playoff run, or not his himself, not the Lakers, of course. His performance in the bubble was a bit overrated. He's he's getting a lot of praise for shooting the lights out in a pandemic induced bubble with no fans no depth perception a lot of that stuff's being really really overblown in my opinion i mean jamal murray shot the shit out of the ball in the playoffs too 
uh, he shot like 47% from three on a crazy amount of attempts, but he was like a 34% before the bubble uh, three-point shooter. So I think a lot of that shooting in the bubble is completely overrated. AD turned into a jump shooting superstar in the bubble. A lot of this stuff's overrated in my opinion, but that's just me. Uh, I totally get the conversation though. Um, but Rondo, in all honesty, has been in the conversation as the worst veteran rotation player this season. He's He's been awful. He's been so bad. Um, I mean, look at that Hawks game. He was awful uh, when the Clippers came back from 22 down. Really, really good game, by the way. Um, I've, wa- I've rewatched that game so many times, I can't lie. I mean, besides the fee trade, nothing really happened. The Clippers made one trade on the deadline. And there were a ton of mixed reactions, which was really, really cool to see. Clipper fans were really, really divided. I mean, and you kind of expected this too. The whole Clippers need a point guard thing was really, really divided. I kind of mentioned this in my last pod, but the Clippers traded for a point guard and the guys that didn't want a point guard like myself were like, hmm, I don't like this at all. I mean, Rondo's making 7.5 mil this season and we gave Lou Will and some seconds for him. I That's just, that's, that's not it. That's, that's not it for me. I, I don't like the trade at all. But, I mean, only time will tell how good Rondo is or how bad Rondo is for this team. Um, I'd expect him to come off the bench. Reggie Jackson's still going to start in place of Pat Beverly while he's hurt. But I just don't know what the rotation's going to look like once everyone's healthy. If everyone's healthy, we got Pat Bev, Reggie Jackson, and Rajon Rondo. Reggie's been too good to bench, if that makes any sense. Reggie's been way too good uh, to be benched completely. And now that we have Pat Bev, Rajon Rondo, and Reggie Jackson... I don't know what the rotation is going to look like. Rondo's going to play a significant amount of time in the playoffs. We know that. Um, but, I mean, Reggie Jackson probably get cut out of the rotation in the playoffs. And I rightfully so. I still don't trust him in the playoffs to make the right decisions. But Rondo, I definitely would trust uh, to make those plays. And if Pat Bev's healthy, he'll start. If Pat Bev's not healthy, which he probably won't be, uh, I would assume Rondo gets to start at point guard or whatever. Or maybe, you know, Luke Kennard comes around. Uh, he continues to come around, I should say. But I'm not sure what it's going to look like uh, uh, as the days go on. Um, I mean, I'm excited, though. I really am for the playoffs. I mean, Rondo's a proven guy. Um, he's gotten two uh, of the biggest franchises, their 17th championships. Now let's see if he can help us get our first championship. I mean, the main thing with me is that as long as the trade got the okay from Kawhi and maybe PG, I, you definitely lean more towards Kawhi on making and helping with the decisions or okaying them. I'm okay with it. If Kawhi, I'm sure likes Rondo. I'm sure he does. Um, so I'm sure I promise you Kawhi okay this trade at least. Um, so that's why I'm okay with it. But I mean, overall, a very, very mixed, mixed reaction for me in terms of the trade deadline. I thought the Clippers would make uh, t- uh, like two moves, but I mean, they only made one. And I mean, it's not, I don't think it's moving the needle, but I mean, I think getting rid of Lou isn't hurting your playoff rotation at all. So that's that's another takeaway uh, that I could think of. I mean, it's not hurting your playoff rotation at all whatsoever. Rondo's going to play more. Lou was playing 22 minutes. Rondo's going to play more. I'm not sure if this opens up minutes for guys like Luke Kennard and Terrence Mann. But, I mean, you're always going to have Luke and Terrence in your back pocket to put them in on any situation that they're needed. But, I mean, that pretty much wraps it up for their trade deadline. We'll kind of do a little bit of a preview of the Spurs game tonight. Um, so, yeah, that was my thoughts on the trade deadline. Uh, pretty action-packed trade deadline, if I'm being honest with you. Uh, we've got some really good trades today. The West got better. <laughs> as good as the West already was, it got better, of course, by adding AG and uh, Norman Powell. Um, 
So let's get to tonight versus the Spurs. Uh, the Clippers have won three in a row, making the look at four. The Clippers have been really, really good uh, recently. Um, the Spurs didn't make any significant moves at the deadline besides buying out Aldridge. So they'll pretty much have their same team for tonight. Of course, we won't be without Lou Will. And Rondo's not going to be here. But if I had to take a guess, Rondo would probably play on Saturday versus the Sixers. And then we'll have our, uh, uh, hopefully we'll have our full team for this really long stretch of uh, home games and really good playoff teams. So that'll be cool. So, I mean, like I said earlier, I'm curious to see what the rotation looks like going forward. But I'm really curious about tonight. So is Luke, do you guys think Luke is going to get lose minutes? I'm curious to see how Ty manages those minutes. But obviously, I think the Clippers come out with a win tonight. Um, if Luke can pick up the slack that Lou left for the last game. Lou, Lou was really good. He went out on a high note. Uh, 15,000 points, of course. Uh, Lou went out with a swing. That was really, really cool to see. But I'm curious to see if Luke gets some more run tonight. Terrence has some good run. But he was able to play alongside Lou. So I'm curious to see if we get more backcourt minutes from Terrence Mann and Luke Kennard. I'm really curious about that. So, I mean, I guess I guess time will tell. I mean, I'm excited. Um, I, t I tweeted a million times earlier. I trust this front office with my entire life. So whatever the move they think is right, it's the move that they're going to try to get us to win our first championship. They're doing everything in their power to help us win that first chip. So that's all That's all I'm going to leave you guys with. Uh, we'll be back uh, sometime tonight or maybe even tomorrow with a recap of the Clippers-Spurs game. And then we'll have some previews of the upcoming home stretch that the Clippers have. I'll be doing some pregame re uh pregame cat um pregame I don't know what to call it. Like we we'll look at the, we'll take a look at the game or preview it before and then I'll kinda talk about some stuff. Or maybe I might just do post game recap type stuff. But I just kinda wanted to do a little uh preview of tonight just to just just to kinda add on to the you know the whole chaos, the whole trade deadline thing. But I mean, like I said, the Clippers are turning a corner. If they can keep that momentum going, look out just look out league the the clippers have their two seeds the two seed in their sights so that'd be cool to see but yeah, i think that's gonna wrap it up for this podcast if you guys do enjoy make sure you guys follow me on twitter at trey lac leave some feedback uh also uh make sure you guys if you guys are on spotify uh obviously the podcast is on spotify but if you guys are uh, prefer Apple Podcast. The podcast is now on Apple Podcast as well. Of course, called Shoot the Tray Colon and uh, an LA Clippers podcast. So, thank you guys again for tuning in. I really do appreciate it. Um, we're gonna sign off here. Go Clippers. <laughs>